Welcome to the Conscious King Podcast with Miss LX. Let's jump into today's episode. Good evening and welcome back to another episode of the Conscious Kink Podcast. We've got a full house tonight and I'm so excited to share with you tonight. We're going to go ahead and get this started with the lovely, the gracious, Anola. Anola is first time here and uh, she volunteered to go first. So girl, you're brave. So glad you're here. Okay. How are you doing tonight? I'm, I'm doing well. Yourself? Good. Yeah, I'm doing great. I always enjoy hanging out with you guys and just getting this like extra special like one-on-one -on -one time always makes me just so happy as just because I just love you guys so much. So I'm so glad that you're here. Everyone give it up for Enola for being brave, going first on her first time here. So Enola, what can I help you with today, my friend? Well, I wasn't sure how this works since it's my first time. So I like a, uh, formulated it, typing it out so I can just read what I've typed out. Then if you have any questions for me after that, uh, we can do that. That sounds wonderfully efficient. I love, I love her already. Okay. This is great. All right, yeah, go for it. Yeah. And I'm not sure if you need background or history or context or what you may, might need. So but, um, um, I've been working toward uh, coaching humility in my sub. She's asked me for examples and specific markers uh, to know what to work towards, in which my responses has been the defensiveness, blame shifting, making excuses. I do have an example where I've caught all three, called her out on it in real time in that moment, but it continued. But there's also a past trauma of hers, which makes her defensive. Uh, it'll feel like she's letting me down or upsetting me, or also that she's not good enough. She's admitted none of those are truly the way I make her feel. It's just her past trauma and conditioning coming out. Uh, even when I Oreo feedback, it still is triggering. She'll default to her fight or flight mode. Um, I am attempting a gentle, soft dom approach, as this is direction that my style is evolving towards in my life. And also because she's a newbie sub, okay. uh, we're also uh, it's we're long distance half of the time. So it's also we're struggling in the moments where it is longer distance and not you know face and face. So then any advice or suggestions to help us overcome this obstacle within our dynamic? Okay, wow, so good, very clear. Love this. So if you were to sum up the biggest obstacle for you guys right now what would that be as yeah as far as this is concerned um it's it's mostly in the moment <clears throat> once she's triggered and there's that fight or flight i know that there's there's no like she digs her heels in the ground there's no compromise or getting through it i tend to let it go because we can reflect on it and talk about it better at a later time but um, I'm also working on like creating the SMART goals. I've got your training worksheet and me figuring out how to, you know, measure this SMART goal. This is also a goal of both of ours. Right. Okay. Okay. So if I'm hearing you correctly. Yeah, go ahead. No, no, no. If you have anything else to add, please go for it. Oh, I was just saying it's the, you know, uh, what can I do or, you know, to help coach this aspect and help her confidently comfortably build her humility right right so 
when you're saying you know the biggest obstacle at this point is like in the moment you said when she's triggered she digs her heels in and you can't like get through to her at that point am i hearing you correctly yes okay and then you said that you let it go so when you let it go that means you don't address that behavior you don't try to shut it down you don't set a boundary you don't call it out as disrespectful you just let no i i mean i i do do all of that so as as is here uh i have an example where i call all three called her out on it in real time mm-hmm. um so i don't know if you want like a tiny like a, an instance or an example of a story of when it happened for clarity sure yeah we can absolutely do it that way so yeah, if, if something of an example is coming up for you that you feel like would give me a little bit more insight into her reaction, please go for it. Okay. Um, there's this TV show that we watch that we only watch together. It is also like reward-based where we will watch this TV show together. On Sundays, we have a weekly confessional in which she confessed she'd watched 14 episodes without me. <laughs> okay. You're going to have to just give me a moment. <laughs> Which we, you know, I, I mean, we've, I already figured out a punishment, you know, I was like, figured it out, either 14 minutes or 14 things, we figured that out, but, like, in that moment, um, you know, when I told her that, it was, you know, uh, that hurts my feelings, it's disrespectful, that's something that we share together, and let her know how it made me feel, um, that's where all three of those, you know, she just gets defensive, um, she... She was like, well, you haven't watched it with me in a while. So then that was a little bit of blame shifting. Mm -hmm. And I stopped it right there. I did say, stop, that is blame shifting. Now you're trying to blame me for it. Good. Instead of accepting accountability for the fact that you watched the show without me. And, you know. Good, good. And she did what when you said that? It just will just, the defensiveness will just keep going. So it's just, we're repeating and repeating, even if I... It's just well this and well that. So there's always an excuse, always a justification. Then how have have you been able to successfully problem solve or resolve conflict ever with her? Yes, we can. It's also a fairly new relationship and dynamic, and she is a new sub. Okay. So why don't you give me an example of a time that you addressed behavior and she did not get defensive and you guys were actually able to have a conversation? So give you an example of when we resolved a conflict and had a conversation? Yeah, like, because right now you're telling me that basically there is no winning with her. So not every time it's when it's when she's triggered, but uh, right. But that's what I'm saying. If heart, if right. she gets triggered mm-hmm. so severely, when you just try to offer correction or feedback, that's a chronic problem. So I'm kind of looking at this from the perspective of if someone is that triggered and that defensive and that insecure. Is there ever a time that you're able to call her out? And if so, how does that look? Right. Actually, um, since I was reflecting on it and you asked the question, um, the only times that it has been successful is when I'm more upset. 
And if she sees the physical upsetness in me, and but that's not how I would like to approach it. I, I myself don't want to be triggered in return and have to resort to yelling and screaming. You know, um, that's me acting a fool and I don't appreciate that in myself. Wow. Now that you asked, now that you, now that you've asked, now that you, you uh, asked me that question, I was thinking of a time where something was resolved. Um, and I, I chose to like ignore her as punishment for a few hours. I told her I need space. We're not talking about this. And then we did call. So I cut off communication. Then we did call and I laid out how she made me feel, but in a very upset manner. Mm-hmm. In, in my opinion, assessing myself, I felt that it was not a healthy manner in which to uh, discuss it. But that that shit was shut down immediately. And that that past, I don't really want to bring up what that was, but that past situation was resolved immediately like that. Okay. I, I for myself don't want to be like that. Unless it's an, unless I know that I'm not being unhealthy in my, inside myself and in my own mind. And it's kind of a persona that I can put on if that is an approach that is effective for her. Mm. Yes, that's a way that I can wrap my mind around it. Yeah. Yeah. So you're giving me so much here and I love your level of self-awareness. So that's very interesting. So she goes into, when you say that she gets triggered, she goes into the fight or flight, uh, realm but then when she feels that your anger gets to a certain level she starts fawning with you and she backtracks on her defensiveness am i hearing you correctly i guess i know that i just recently watched one of your videos that described fawning but i'd have to say describe the fawning (laughs) well fawning as in a as in a trigger response so we have fight flight freeze or fawn it's not just fight or flight and so it sounds like when she senses your anger or aggression or intense emotion to a certain level it gets her out of this this angry triggered defensive state which is a fight state into a fawning state and so i don't think that because still she's still triggered she's just behaving differently from that trigger so at this point i don't think there's really been much healthy conflict resolution and it's funny well ironic that this is coming up right now because i'm starting a series this weekend all about how to systematically backtrack off of the entitlement flow and get into a surrendered flow with some humility. And we're going to discuss that in depth over the next three weeks on YouTube. So that should very, very just, that should be super helpful for you. But Yeah, that sounds like like perfect timing for me. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But here's where I would lean. If I was in your position and my submissive was new and but they were they were so triggered and insecure that they weren't aware of the behaviors that need correcting in their you know in their ignorance of the lifestyle or or experience or whatnot this would be a point of training for me where if 
I, as the dominant, bring something to your attention as my submissive and you throw it back up in my face, you start getting toxic, you blame shift, all of that, I'm not going to engage anymore. And I think what you illustrated that was somewhat effective in the past that you kind of said, hey, I'm not talking to you for a few hours, we're not engaging, whatever. I think that is going to be your go-to, but I think I think that I think distance and space, accompanied with a very clear but firm boundary. So I essentially would do something like this: if I am bringing something to the submissive's attention, they get super defensive, blame shift, shutting down. I would go, "Okay, stop. You're done talking. We are not engaging. I am un." willing to engage with this, with this level of dishonor, with this level of disrespect, with this level of defensiveness. She likely will start, well, I'm not, da, 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 da. no, stop. We are not discussing this. We're done. When you can humble yourself enough to receive feedback from me, then we can talk. Until that point, there will be no conversation between us. We will not play. If you are demonstrating that you cannot respect me as your dominant, I will not give you my dominance for free. Period. I'm actively taking notes. I'm listening. <laughs> <laughs> no, but does that make sense? Like, why are you continuing to pour and pour and pour and try and try and try? When she's so triggered that she won't let you pour. She won't let you try. She won't let you lead her. So you can't claim to want leadership on one hand, but then use your triggers and past trauma as a cop-out, as a justification for not bending the knee and not yielding and not humbling yourself. You can't have it both ways. Yeah. Yeah. Just so you're aware, she does not use that as a justification. It's something I have figured out. I, I say that. Good. Okay. Okay. Good. 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 I'm glad yeah, that she, she doesn't. does not. She does not. She does not say. You know. Oh, like the only thing that she would say is, "Hey, the other night when I said that you let me down or you make me feel like I'm not good enough, that I just want you to know that's not from you. That's from my past. So once she told me that, I that's where I concluded. Like I, I figured that out my on my own. You know, through our interactions and getting to know her and all of that. Okay. Okay. Good. Good. So then I would just be be very diligent on that. You know, if you feel like that ever becomes weaponized, you know, like, well, you're not giving me what I need, so I'm going to do whatever I want. Like that, that kind of victimization, that kind of thing, just shut it down because it's a game and just shut it down. And just by this short dialogue between us, you're very confident and you're very strong to shut it down and very aware. So I have well, thank you. full faith in you to shut this yeah, shit I, down. <laughs> I appreciate the reassurance. Thank you. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Does anyone else feel that? Like our friend here, Anola, like she just, she's got this presence. She's got this strength, right? We feel it, right? So I would just encourage you, if that has worked before, pick your one liner, pick your boundary. And if she gets defensive, if she tries to blame shift, use any of those toxic, you know, techniques, no more conversation. 
Yeah. No more conversation, no more domination, no more play. And most of the time, you even threatening that, you've been saying, all right, you keep going down this path, we ain't playing anymore. So I would, I, can, I would. I honestly saw the the puppy dog look in her eyes as you said that out of your mouth. Like yeah. I could just see what it, <laughs> what it would elicit. Yes. Yes. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> that is that is often the true, 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 true pain point for submissives, and is not getting play anymore. Not getting that hit of domination that they want. That is really the pain point, and so. In instances with entitled submissives, topping from the bottom, manipulation, all these, I subscribe. Just don't play. Just do not engage. Do not engage. Do not play. And let them feel the pain of what it's like to not have you as their dominant. Which may have been, that may have been the true pain point the night when I mm -hmm. shut it down and we didn't talk for a few hours. I may have, you know, because I'm, I'm assessing myself and my own behaviors, I may have thought that it was the aggressive nature in the conversation, but it may have been the space. Like, oh, you know, I didn't get to talk with her for three, four hours and I left her alone with her thoughts and then we talked again. So I can experiment with that as well. Like, was, mm -hmm. it, the, was it the space or... You know, was it the 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 level of my heightened voice? And and as stated, if it's a if it's a role or a persona that she is more, um, I don't know how to formulate the words right now. Like, um, you know, if I'm soft and kind about it, and that isn't working, that's not the style or the level that is receptive to her. Mm -hmm. But that heightened style is, as long as I know that I'm coming at it from a place of health and not that it's my own emotions or my own triggers that are like me not attacking her. Right. But no, if it's that's a so good. That, that's a, yeah, if that's a style or persona that is maybe necessary or needed um, to, to help guide her, I can I can think of that as well. Yeah. Definitely gave me some stuff to, to chew and think about. Thank you. Yes, yes, absolutely. Yeah, you got this. You got this. The last point that I want to just volley your way is yeah, every, everyone's in agreement. It sounds like you have what it takes to be an excellent dominant. Absolutely. So here's the thing. You can... Hmm, how can I phrase this properly? You can be intense and aggressive. Maybe that's not even the right word, but we're going to go with it for now. Without being angry. Absolutely. Right? Like... You can just get real close to her, give her that look and be like, what the fuck do you think you're doing? Where she, re she reads that intensity, she reads that aggression, but it's still, oh shit, I pissed her off. I did something bad. I did something wrong. My dominant is not happy. So you have so much space here to play in the nuance. Anola, you have so much space to, and, and really, I want to encourage you, this is what I was really trying to, to, to access here, is I hear that concern from so many of my female dominants. Like, I don't want to be toxic. Like, if I respond to my submissive out of my emotion, I don't want to be toxic. And I feel like that is the aftermath of 
patriarchal programming that we as women have gotten our entire lives. That we're too emotional, that we're erratic, that we're unhinged, all of these things by having perfectly reasonable emotions, enough awareness to call it out, and the presence to process those emotions. There's nothing mm -hmm. wrong with that. But it's been so shamed and vilified against women. I think we take that and then we'd step in a dominant role and go, I have to be consistently one way and I can't ever be emotional or I can't ever be activated from emotion. I can't ever respond out of emotion. And I have found the exact opposite to be true. You control your emotions. Do not let your emotions control you. But some of the most powerful moments as a dominant that you can have is when your submissive does step out of line and you give yourself the permission as the dominant to feel the effects of that. If they disrespected you, you're allowed to feel disrespected. And you're allowed to engage with your submissive as a dominant who feels disrespected. You don't have to feel disrespected and then like go in the bathroom and process and cry it out and then like come back out this like sociopathic robot who didn't feel anything like if you're really feel disrespected and it makes you angry you can act that you'd be like look bro i'm not engaging with you for the next week because your behavior was so disrespectful i don't want to even look at you i don't even want to talk to you so we will engage in three days time but until then i don't want to hear from you again like as long as you communicate, there's an end to this. As long as you communicate where you're at, you can show up feeling how you're feeling. And there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It pegged a thought in me, I've been told in the past, um, as well as that, like, the patriarchal conditioning of, like, women also taking on that extreme accountability in their relationships. There it is. Oh, my goodness. Yes, exactly. Where you take on all of the burden, all of the responsibility, yes. and it's not all on you. Female dominance, dominance, all dominance, but especially female dominance. Yes, this is so, this is something that I run into all the time, Anola, and you are spot on about this. So that's another thing. If you feel that in your body anywhere, if you feel that pull, if you feel that pressure to jump in to fix to solve to be responsible i would say catch that when it happens in your body call it out for what it is okay now i'm being triggered now a core wound in me to be over responsible is being triggered so no i'm not and i'm going to do the opposite and that is power and when your submissive sees that that they can't move you you move when you want to move. Like, that's going to take your power dynamic to a whole new level. Right. Picking up what I'm throwing down? Absolutely. Awesome. That's what you're stepping in. <laughs> awesome, awesome. By the way, are you the one that posted all those beautiful selfies in the Selfies channel the other day? We had a new well, member. Was that you? Yeah. Yeah, well, I, yeah, I've been lurking for, like, a couple months, getting comfortable uh, stepping out, but I finally did the... To get to know you and some selfies. Yes, ma'am. Oh, I love that. Well, everyone, 
say hi officially to Enola. Enola, you are lovely and beautiful. It was wonderful to have a face to the name, and I'm so glad you're here, my friend. Did I help you out tonight? Yes, absolutely. Okay, good, good. So you feeling good? You feeling strong? You feeling empowered? You feel like you can fucking dominate this? Yeah, I got this. You got this. All right, she got this. Everyone, give it up for Enola. And Enola, if, you do, if you're good, then you can mute that mic whenever you're ready, girl. All right, thanks again. Absolutely, absolutely. Everyone, give it up. Great share, great question, great insights, great self-awareness, great vulnerability. I love, love, love our new friend. Thank you so much for being with us, Enola. And yes, everyone, give that girl a word of encouragement. Pump her up a little bit, everyone. Check back in with her in the next couple days. See how she's doing, all right? All right, fam, you guys are the best. I love you so much. If you're listening on the podcast, you're not seeing all these beautiful comments that are coming in. But we have so much support here that it, it's just so beautiful. It's so beautiful. And if you're listening to this podcast and you don't have a safe, silly, kink-friendly community that you can really find some some companionship and some friendship and some understanding, then this is the community to be. Go on over to patreon.com slash Alex Erotica and join 